Save the Semantics, episode 159. It is November 7th, 2021. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit. Um, sorry. Let me, re- let me redo that, actually. This is the premiere NBA podcast where I go in-depth with players, coaches, and other staff about uh you know just the the crazy world of basketball and uh today we are talking with myself <laughs> uh yeah so this this is the one and only NBA discussion podcast now and probably until the end of the season, the end of the playoffs, honestly, uh, because uh, that's <laughs> that is the only type of content that I've been consuming for the last uh, month, to be completely honest, since the beginning of the season. Um, no, I'm I'm gonna be talking a lot of basketball today, and some other stuff. Um, give a brief overview of. <laughs> how I'm feeling, because I think, I don't know, I think adding that to this uh, would be kind of nice, I think it's just sort of a good, good sort of aspect to sort of record keep, you know, I've mentioned this multiple times over the, over, you know, over the episodes, how I, um, how I kind of want this to sort of just be like, you know, snapshots into my, my life at particular moments um you know of time and i think adding how i feel and my mental state and stuff uh would be kind of a you know just like a good representation of of where i'm at and i think it's good for me as well um i'm i generally speaking i'm not very open and and vulnerable in that sense um, because I, I it's hard, you know, it's hard to kind of speak openly about certain things, what you might be dealing with, right? Specifics, like th- those, th- those things are kind of hard to disclose, um, just because, you know, that's just sort of in my inherent nature and how I've just kind of grown up and everything. So I think, I don't know if I, if I'll ever be like, hey, this is who I am, this is what I've been through, and everything like that. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm probably not gonna divulge too much. I don't want to overshare in that sense. But I think it, it's it's good to just be like, this is where my headspace is at, and everything. Uh, for my own sake as well, I think it would just be good to, um, if I, you know, if I, if I have the chance, and if I want to kind of go back to these in, in the future, um, hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully these recordings stay intact online. It's going to be on the cloud, so should be good. It's going to be online. But, you know, just kind of get a kind of a window of where I where why I was at the time of recording, you know. Um so today this week, I guess in particular, it was kind of was a slow work week, which is both good and bad for me i i like 
I like being productive during work. And so when you go from like an insanely busy period of time to essentially nothing, there's like kind of like a withdrawal that I feel in a sense where I have to kind of feel like I have to keep working. I've talked with, you know, I've talked about this with, with my other like coworkers and they share sort of a similar, um, uh, similar experience, but man, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just like you, you kind of want to keep going in some way, shape or form. And then, so when there's just nothing, not necessarily nothing, but when there's just very little to do, like, it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I'm just sort of, I don't know. I, it's like, I don't even know what to call it. Like, for some reason I feel like down. I'm like, damn, this is what I'm, this is what I'm doing today. I'm not like, I'm not doing a whole lot. You know, I want to, I want to feel productive in that sense. Um, and so I've been trying to find certain things to do during, during work just to kind of fill up the time. Um, and I'm also like, but I should also relax too, you know, like this is, this is the period to like relax and kind of take some, take some time off even during work, work hours, you know what I mean? And now that I have sort of like, now that I have the, I, I still have some steps to take in order to fulfill my, you know, my CPA requirements. So I'll have that to keep me busy. But now that, you know, the majority, the big, the big aspects, the exams are kind of out of the way. Like, it's like, all right, now it's like, now I got to find things to do to like, kind of, you know, fill, fill my time. And it's kind of like, you know, I talked about this like last or, you know, whatever the fuck I always talk about a lot of similar topics, but just trying to find like things outside of work to do. Um, and that's kind of been a bit of a struggle in a sense. Um, it's not like I'm, you know, mulling over it by any means, but I'm like trying to be like, uh, I'm trying to find, you know, I'm trying to find other extracurriculars to do outside of work. And that's like, I don't even, I'm like, I'm like struggling to find where to even start. Um, like I exercise, you know, I think maybe it's like I don't even know like if getting a gym membership at this point is even really worth it because I don't even I don't know how much of my time I'm going to commit and I I already run after work right so it's like do I need to like I mean it it might be good <laughs> to to do actual you know like maybe like lifting and shit I think that might be good for me but yeah there's just some some things to to consider um and so it's been it's been kind of like a i don't know i'm i'm sort of i'm i'm still trying to f- i'm st- i'm always kind of like searching for shit um and it's never like it's it's not it's not always like um fulfilling in that sense i i, I just want to do something to kind of like add to my current schedule because right now it's a little it's a little bare bones at the moment I'm not gonna lie I think I just I just need shit to do um I've always kind of had like 
of course I don't want to overwhelm myself but I've always felt like I've done a decent job at kind of balancing out things um and right now it's not like I just need I I'm like I'm lacking some things right now and I'm trying to fill those things up with other activities and shit so that's gonna be that's gonna continue to kind of be my uh, my focus in that sense. I'm trying to find other things to to kind of integrate into my life and sort of my my weekly or daily routine. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's like, do I want to like volunteer? Because I I was like kind of looking around and I just like the thing about committing to like a voluntary group or activity. It's that like sometimes it can be kind of demanding. I felt you know. And it's 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 really not gonna. I, I don't know how much of my time I can really commit to those sort of things, but I, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just something to kind of kind of think about. Um, and I just need I don't know. I just need to like. I just want to do more outside of work and what I'm currently doing, which is just like it just it doesn't feel like a whole lot. I'm I'm just kind of repeating the same point points over and over. I want to do other things. <laughs> this is sort of my main through line there. Um, so I'm gonna keep keep looking around and hopefully I can kind of latch onto something. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is the basketball podcast. So what the fuck am I doing talking about myself? Let's talk some basketball. Um, this week's been pretty sort of similar trajectory to the last couple of weeks again early season 10 games in more or less um but i want to give some thoughts on some teams um and how i'm I'm sort of feeling about them um let's start with our warriors we're looking good we're looking really good and i'm really happy man the win they had against I think it was the Hornets. I was like, that was honestly that one of that like the happiest I, I've been in a while. I felt like that was just like a very satisfying win. Um, everything kind of came together. Gary Payton kind of had a great outing. He had the crowd chanting chanting his name. Um, then they blew out the uh, the Pelicans um, on Friday, I believe. Um, that was. That was a fun game, as you know, as a Warriors fan. Um, so yeah, they're they're looking good. I think this next, just looking at their schedule ahead, they have a couple of tough games coming up. Um, one against the Bulls. I think that's going to be like their first sort of major challenge. Like they faced off against the Lakers and the Clippers, but um, I guess the Clippers maybe could be like a bit of a what's the word a bit of a challenge for them um but the lakers are pretty kind of they're kind of beat up right now you know they're missing they're missing lebron 80 went out last yesterday uh they lost against the the blazers lakers are looking pretty rough right now um so for the warriors the next challenge for them would be uh, i believe the bulls and the Bulls are, you know, Bulls are going to be tough. That's going to be a tough matchup for them. 
Um, yeah, but I'm very happy so far with how things um, things have looked. They're they're performing incredibly well. Their defense is killing it. Um, like you can like sometimes it's a it's a little hard to like for for like a casual fan. You know, and, and I'm kind of, I kind of, you know, peter between casual and more engaged fan, right? Um, for a casual fan, it might be a little difficult to kind of see the effect that, like, defense has on the game. But, like, like, like you know, you don't really see, if you're not super... Um, knowledgeable about like the technicalities of the game like sometimes it's a little difficult to decipher like the effect that like a player has on the floor it's like well this guy's not really scoring so like why is he on the floor it's like well he brings like a, like a certain presence to the game high IQ right J- Draymond type player so um but with especially like when they played against the Hornets it was just like you know they were blocking shots they were getting steals it was, it was very like clearly like a very strong defensive presence was like on the floor um so i think i think that's very um that's very exciting man i'm 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 very happy to see how things have developed so far um and obviously i'm excited for clay to come back he can take his time man and i think if we're if we're doing this well he can he can take his time and recover but it would be nice to see him back on the floor just so he can kind of get his bearings because he's been out for over two years man that's which is just crazy to think about um so yeah we all want him back um let's see who else have i been really following i've been following like the knicks and stuff I think I've just been invested with the Knicks because I'm like, I'm going to go see them um, this week, man. I'm leaving for New York this week, so first night, <laughs> I'm going to spoil myself a little bit uh, on my first day at New York, um, first day and night in New York. Um, I'm going to see the Knicks play against the Bucks. Um, Knicks look pretty good. They look like a pretty strong team. They beat the Bucks this week. Um, and they're playing them again on Wednesday at Madison Square Garden, which where I will where I'll be seeing them. Um, so yeah, I think they have a very they have a very strong they have a strong front court right with Randall um, and Robinson, and they have some good backup uh, bench players as well. Obviously, Derek Rose. So yeah, they have a pretty they have a very strong teams, and I think. Um, I don't know. I think they can make a pretty good run. I, 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 it's, again, pretty early to really say, you know, to really, like, cement any ideas. But I think, I think if they can kind of keep a consistent effort, um, they could, you know, hopefully they can make it past the first round because I think it'll be exciting to see them kind of deeper in the playoffs, um, I think it'll be just be fun to see them play against other teams. Uh, I know they lost against the Hawks uh, last year, but um, I think they they look a little better this time around. Um, all right, what next? Give some brief thoughts on other teams uh, other than the Warriors. Um, Bucks, Bucks are looking a little rough. 
Bucks are pretty banged up right now. They're missing Middleton. Drew Holiday just came back from an injury. Brooke Lopez is out. And DiVincenzo is also out. So they're missing three of their starters. <laughs> and the bench is looking is not their bench is not very strong. They don't have a like a backup center. Um they're starting when I watched the when I watched them play against the Knicks, they were starting Thanasis at the five, which I just I don't know about that. Um They were leading the game. They were up by like twenty and then they lost, which is pretty pretty bad that's a pretty bad loss for them um so i don't know i'm 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 like kind of i'm a little pessimistic about their season i just like for for like a deep playoff run i just don't i I just it just doesn't feel like they have like a, a lot of other pieces like their starting five is like very strong like their starting five is like one of the top five you know it's like one of the best like starting um starting lineups in the league right but i just think everything else is kind of a bit it's a bit difficult to really say where they're at and just kind of recently um i've just kind of i've I've kind of hopped in and out of their games i watched the game um where they played against the knicks and it just looked kind of rough out there and their bench wasn't exactly super um wasn't super great Um, so I'm like, I was like thinking to myself, like, what kind of like, I think they'll they'll make the playoffs, right? But I think it might be a bit tight for them because like the rest of the East is looking very, very strong. Like there's a, there's a lot of competition right now. Like, um, the Cavs are doing very well. I don't know how long they can kind of sustain this run, but they're doing very well. The Raptors are doing pretty good. They just lost against the Nets today, but you know, other than that, they're they're doing they're looking really good. Um, Sixers are killing it. Like a lot of people, including myself, thought like, oh, Sixers are gonna be. They're just they're, they're you know with the Simmons drama and everything, it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be a little rough for them. But no, they're like they're first in the um, East, um, first in first in the league pretty much right now um but yeah Embiid is killing it I watched they I watched the game they played against the Bulls yesterday <laughs> Embiid hit this fucking crazy ass like three I think his foot I don't know if his foot was on the line but I think it was a three um which basically just iced the game <laughs> he just like waved by to the crowd which is a fucking brutal way to go out but He's earned it. Um, so, yeah, Sixers are looking very strong. And then just, like, all these other teams in the East. You got the Wizards. You got uh, the Bulls. You got the uh, the Hawks are kind of not doing super great right now. But I think they'll bounce back. Um, they're kind of in a similar situation with the uh, Bucks in terms of, like, their record. They're healthy. They're just not doing well. Um who else uh charlotte all these teams that are kind of like fringe playoff teams are doing pretty well at this time um i think maybe like 
I think 20 games in is usually like a pretty good representation just based on, you know, my experience of watching the NBA over the years. I think 20 is like a decent, you know, sample size of games. So uh, until then, I think maybe you can kind of hold off on (laughs) making any crazy assumptions, but the East is very competitive this year. So I think the Bucks need to kind of pull their weight. And right now they're not really doing that. Like Giannis is of course playing well, but just like the rest of the team is kind of, is not super great. Um, so I, I kind of like made note to myself earlier after I watched, um, them squander the lead to the Knicks like I was thinking like I feel like they might have a season similar to um to the Lakers when they you know the year after the season after they won the championship right they you know um they just look kind of rough and then they then they went out with a first round exit against the Suns um this playoffs and I just like I don't know. Maybe I feel like that's something that could very easily happen to the Bucks if they don't get healthy, right? Like right now, it's just kind of it's a little tough for them because they're missing so many key players, and their bench is not very good. Um, so like for example, if they like first round, if they face off against the Heat. Like, I think they're done for. Like, I th- I'm i giving the Heat specifically because that's kind of, you know, that's exactly what happened last year. If they do face against the Heat, Heat are going to come in with a fucking vengeance. And the Heat are a very deep team this year, and um, they're a better team than the Bucks right now, for sure, 100%. Um, so I think, <laughs> I wouldn't say they'd get swept, but it'd be pretty decisive series victory for them in my opinion and I just like I don't know man like it just doesn't look it it, it looks a little rough for the Bucks right now um so I, I feel like they would need some to move some pieces around um talking a lot about about the Bucks but the but they're you know they're the champs they're the defending champs so I think it's worth mentioning them um who else there's a lot of interesting teams to 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 discuss and to talk about um, the, what else? Bulls, I already kind of brought them up. They're doing pretty well. They lost against the Sixers last game. Pretty close game. Um, again, they just kind of fell short. Um, but I think, um, you know, they're going to be a challenge for us. They're going to be a challenge for the Warriors. So I'm looking forward to that game. Actually, I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to be watching that game. Um, since I'm going to be on my trip, but, um, hopefully they do well. (laughs) Maybe I can just kind of catch, catch it while I'm at my hotel. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Bulls look fun. Uh, DeRozan's been killing it. He looks crazy. This is like, this is like one of the best, um, performances he's had in a very long time. I feel like, um, I haven't, like, I, I haven't really seen him play. Or I didn't really see him play when he was at San Antonio, but I heard that he, you know, he was a pretty solid contributor. Didn't really they made the playoffs like one year, right? Um, 
but they just you know they're just, they're kind of rebuilding right now and who knows how long Bobovich has left um on the team so yeah i think there's uh I, I went from like the bulls to the spurs but yeah i think the spurs kind of are you know rebuilding i haven't really watched them play all that much um other than against do they play the warriors i don't remember yeah they played the warriors right i don't remember <laughs> all of these games are just kind of like morphing together so i'm like forgetting who played against who but yeah um jazz look good pretty much kind of in the same position as as they were when i last talked about them they look very strong um probably gonna finish top of the conference they're gonna be a problem for sure i think i'm all i'm I'm just i'm always gonna put this in context of the warriors i think i don't know when they're gonna play them um but that's gonna be like the challenge i think that's gonna be like if they can hold their own against the jazz then i think they can really beat anyone i mean they can i i i believe they can beat really they can really beat anyone um but yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough matchup for sure um I think the one thing that we're lacking for the Warriors is, like, size. Like, our front court um, is really just kind of Kevon Looney. Um, If, you know, when Wiseman comes back, then we got some size. Then shit's looking good, right? I haven't really seen Wiseman play all that much. Um, I wasn't really tuned in a whole lot last year. So, or last season, so... Um, I've heard good things though, and I, 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 I've heard really, really good things about, about Wiseman, and it helps that he's also seven feet, (laughs) so, uh, much, much needed size for, for, for the Warriors. Um, what else, what else, what else is there to talk about in the league? Um, it's just been a lot of fun, man, I've just been having a lot of fun watching basketball, like, I think the the new rules for you know refereeing and stuff has definitely had been kind of like noticeable like it has definitely kept the game going at a much more consistent pace right because free throws can really just drag a game down that's like the least <laughs> exciting part of of the game except if it's like down the line like down to the wire and um you know (laughs) you gotta make those clutch free throws to tie the game or you know put your team in the lead that's when it can be kind of exciting but um i just feel like i think these new rules have really kind of been it's been good for the most part right like no more uh what what would you say like harden-esque fouls right like you're kind of leaning into the player to get contact um what is it wrap around the one where you kind of like wrap your arm around to to make a shot i forgot exactly what that's called but um yeah i think um i think these new rules have been have been a good change been a pretty good change so far i (laughs) i have seen some some comments talking about how the refs sometimes lean too far 
to like not even calling like obvious fouls and I have kind of seen some examples of that and I'm like damn dude like (laughs) refs really can't like I'd say for the most part things have looked good in that sense like in terms of like keeping the game going right but just like (laughs) you got to make those calls too like it can't just be (laughs) you can't just let some obvious calls go like those can be kind of um frustrating I mean, it's always going to be frustrating with the refs, just just because this just comes with the nature of that, um, that job. But like, I I just wish the, um, I just want it to be perfect. Okay, I just want them to make the right call at the right time. You know what I mean? I, I, I there's just so much like subjectivity when it comes to refereeing, especially in the NBA, like more so than any other sport. I've noticed. Like, I I just feel like refereeing really doesn't get and again i'm again i'm like a casual fan when it comes to other sports but i just like don't feel like there's like a whole lot of um consistency with like refereeing in the nba i don't know maybe it's just me but um like for example in hockey hockey like it seems like they have refereeing down pretty pretty well um, just based on the games that I've seen, I think the, the I, I, I feel like, I don't know, they do a pretty good job <laughs> of, of, of refing. I, you, I, I don't like, when do we like, what other sport are you booing the ref? Right. Maybe soccer, but like, I, I don't know. Like usually the calls they make are pretty, it's like, obvi- it's like, oh, that's obviously like a yellow card or that's obviously a red card, but with like. I think, like, the NBA refs are definitely the most hated officials in the game, or, like, in any sport, really. It's just hands down. Like, I just don't see other other sports having that. Like, that's a pretty... That's pretty unique to to basketball, right? Um, I just... Like, um, football. Football, there's some subjectivity here and there, but... Just with the games I've seen, like, it's just not... I, I don't see a whole lot of, like booing the refs right like that's it's it's a very nba or you know basketball related problem which is interesting um again i think it just has to do with how subjective the fouls can be there's just so many rules (laughs) too in comparison to other sports right um it's it's complicated man basketball's basketball's pretty complicated you can't do this you can't stay in the paint if you're on defense, you can't stay in the paint for more than five seconds. Then you got the de- de- defensive, or is it ten seconds? Ten seconds. Then you get a, you know, the other team gets a technical free throw. Um, you can't do like a moving screen, right? And some people are like, what? The, you know, people that are like foreign um, and aren't familiar might be like, what the fuck is a moving screen, right? Like I don't. <laughs> it might be a little difficult to see. Um, and those are like such a. I feel like screens in general are very difficult to call and i've been noticing there there's been a lot of travel calls lately um which might be a good thing i don't know i don't know if that's a good thing but it's just like i don't know there's there's just a lot that can be missed when when you're talking about basketball or making calls during a game um so it's a 
I I understand that there's there's a there's a high level of difficulty when it comes to officiating, but uh, I don't know. It's just it, it's it, it can be frustrating for sure. But for the most part, I'd say for the most part, things have have looked a lot better um, during the game. Less frustrating calls and less just <laughs> stewing over the refs. Like just one bad call can just you know, turn over an entire game, right? And also it doesn't help that officiating has had its controversies in the past, right? Kings, Lakers being the most obvious one. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack there. Um but yeah. Let me see if there let me think if there's any other teams or any other thing that um uh I've been enjoying during my viewings, but not a whole, not, not much else, really. Um, There's a nice slate of games today. Warriors are playing. Who are the Warriors playing today? Warriors are playing the Rockets today. So, <laughs> not, not too much of a challenge there. I can't really, can't really say that. Um, that's going to be like, wow, these Warriors are gonna win it all like i i no offense to the rockets but it's not gonna be i don't think it's gonna be much of a challenge who knows maybe an upset thunder (laughs) coming back to beat the beat the lakers twice after being down 20 points right that's crazy um yeah i've gotten back into jujutsu kaisen i might have mentioned that a little while back but i've been really i've been enjoying that um, I I think I just I, I I think I like taking things slow. I mean, recently that's kind of how I felt. I haven't really last show I watched through like back to back episodes like that or was Squid Game, but um, most of the time I think I just like taking things on my own and on a nice steady pace. And so far, that's kind of worked in my favor i feel like i've really kind of enjoyed each episode for what it is and not just been like all right let's get through this to get to the next one. Oh, let's get through this to get to the next one like it's just you know sit down and watch one or two episodes a night and that's been kind of that's been kind of nice um i've been reading the book that i borrowed last time a separation about 60 pages in uh and it's pretty it's pretty interesting so far I'm gonna let I'm gonna let this train pass. Give me a second. All right. Um, yeah. So far, I'm about sixty pages in to the book. It's pretty interesting. It's very. Uh, I'm sure I only found the words. It's a very like reflective novel, and the way the book's written feels very much like sort of dreamlike in a sense i don't know how else to describe it uh in in most novels the you know the dialogue is like um you you know what um you know you you can can tell what who's talking and stuff right like the the author makes it very clear you got quotations right like to decipher and to let the reader know hey this person is speaking right like it's very obvious but in this book there it's not really that like like the the dialogue blends into 
the description of um you know blends into just like the description of a setting or it, it blends into the inner dialogue of what the main character is thinking so it's like kind of it's a little there's like it's like fuzzy and you're like unable to really it's sometimes a little hard to tell like oh who's saying that or um did she say that or his is did he say that like sometimes it's a little difficult to uh tell apart the two but you know once you kind of once you kind of get into the flow of the style of writing like you can kind of understand it like it, it, it is it is very much like a um it's kind of like a spilling of like someone's like subconscious right and it, it feels like they're sort of like reflecting on their experiences and just sort of like you know just like saying it without really any um what is it really any filtering of of you know uh you know whether you know just like telling apart like who said this and who said that did i say that and i felt that right like it's just like it's all kind of like mishmashed together in these paragraphs which is very interesting so i I think it it can be kind of it can it can be frustrating i think for some people who are used to more conventional uh, um you know you know uh grammatical not even not grammatical like like conventional like syntax and stuff where, where they're they're used to having you know dialogue separated from the you know other prose of of like a of a of a novel of, or writing in general right so i think it can be kind of it can be a little confusing at times but i think once you kind of get into the book you you understand sort of like the flow of things the way she the main the main character i don't even remember like what her do we even, are we even given a name to the main character I, I i'm not even really sure it's sort of it's sort of given like an un what is it unreliable narrative a little bit maybe um because it's all kind of like it all it all feels like it's just coming from her uncon like her subconscious like it's just all coming out um it, and it's also it also feels like this is what I wanted to say. It feels like she's retelling a story to someone, and she's kind of like speaking for the person in that story in a sense, right? Like so, you know, when, when I'm like telling a story, like you, I would be like, oh, and then he said this, and then you know, you you give that person in your story their dialogue, right? And it kind of feels that way. It feels that all of this is coming stemming from her own personal experiences and her own perspective right um very first first person um perspective first person first person view um of events right so you're you don't get a whole lot of like um you don't really get you know you don't you don't really get a glimpse into other characters um it's very much the main character's perception of that character in that sense right um and it's very interesting i i, I really enjoy it so far <laughs> hopefully how i describe it makes sense like if you ever read the book um 
you'll know what I mean. But it, it, it's just kind of like is you could almost say that there's no dialogue but there is it's just not written in a um in the conventional way of of writing dialogue where you have quotations um so i think once it gets once you get past that i think it's it's kind of like it's a little easier to kind of digest these things um and so far i think there's a lot of like interesting themes that are being brought up in this book um just talking about the sort of the you know the surface level ideas of like separation right you know not to quote unquote the you know the novel but talking about a divorce and how a relationship kind of fell to the wayside because of um you know the big one was like infidelity her husband cheated on her um and then also just kind of like certain characteristics um upon her reflection kind of stood out to her like she started to notice a lot more things that in her past than that she did um in a sense she's, she's sort of like analyzing you know his character much more you know once she's sort of you know um well, she hasn't really been divorced in that sense, but she hasn't seen her ex-husband in a very in a long time. So, um, you know, once that she's once she's kind of removed herself from that situation, she's seen a lot more aspects of his character that he, she hadn't before while reflecting on certain experiences in the past and just sort of how he was as as a person, right? So, there's a lot of interesting things um that can be brought up for discussion um and once i finish the book maybe i'll uh, i'll do a little book review maybe i'll start a book club with this podcast what is this podcast it's it's you know what it is you know what this podcast is it's uh, it's it's save the semantics um and that's gonna be it for for today <laughs> um thanks for listening Um, I'll catch you guys next time.